Ladies and gentlemen. Good evening. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. You're listening to the Deal Room Podcast. Join us as we bring you the inside scoop on business sales and acquisitions. Get across trends in the area and hear the industry's best recount their real life tips, traps, and experiences. Now, here's your host, Joanna Oki. Hi, it's Joanna Oki here and welcome back to the Deal Room Podcast, a podcast brought to you by our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. Now, today we have the fabulous Liz Lee back again and we're talking about leasing in the context of business sale and purchase transactions and the leasing timelines and issues to be aware of. So, Liz, welcome back. Thanks for having me back, Joanna. Great. Well, look, let's start off with why we're talking about this. Why are we talking about leasing and the leasing timeline? So, we're talking about leasing timeline. We're talking about property leasing here. Good point. Yes. Good good thing to add there. Sorry. I, <laughs> you're absolutely right. At this point, we're just talking about property leasing. But maybe yeah. we'll talk about equipment leasing and, and other types of leasing in uh, future episodes. Yeah, absolutely. So, so, in the context of property leasing, it's important because it's the one thing that can hold up settlement of a transaction. Um, and it's not often thought about until the parties have signed the contract, usually. Well, it's, it's a bit of a chicken and egg thing because, you know, the vendor would be hesitant to approach the landlord for consent until it knows that it has the deal, it has the deal. And therefore, you know, that there's a delay right there. And secondly, where the parties are keen to complete the deal between, you know, signing and completion, and they want it to be a short space of time, that's when, you know, timing becomes critical because landlords are just notoriously known to to move very slowly. Drag their feet. Yes, 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 yes absolutely. And look, I, I think that's you've really touched on some um, some big issues that we see repeat time and time again. So transactions come in, all the parties want it to get done quickly, but no one has engaged with the landlord. And once you get to that process, and then suddenly you you know the buyer and the vendor feel secure about a deal, so the vendor then you know engages with the landlord. At that point. As you say, we're at the mercy sometimes of the, the landlord's process or the landlord solicitor's process. So I think the first element to consider here is to really put, be mindful of time frame when you're thinking about the point in time when you're going to engage with the landlord. Yes, correct. So let's talk about, you know, what can be done to avoid the issues and move things along as quickly as possible. Let's just talk about some approaches that um, that can assist with this process. And, and number one, I guess, is clear. We've said before it's engaging with a landlord early. But I, I think the second element is probably in relation to both of the parties being ready to fulfil the requirements of the landlord, and that, that requires an understanding of what the landlord may, may require. So how do we get across that, Liz? Well, I think that as a buyer, the first thing you do is look at the property lease, right? You've got to look at what all what what the, the the detail of because these documents are often fifty pages long, you know, twenty to fifty pages long, um, and they're long term contracts. 
They could be for up to 10 years even. And they've got to think about, well, do they want to stay there? And if they do, is the tenure that's left on the lease adequate? So they've got to think about all these considerations first as to adequacy of premises. And then they've got to look at the process that's involved to get landlord consent or change of, change of control of the company if they're buying the company and consider, well, when they ask for consent, do they want changes to the lease to make it more favourable to them? You know, are, are there any commercial elements in the lease that they're not happy with? So they, they need to be prepared up front for, for, you know, that that. so my recommendation for purchasers is to make sure that they're happy, that, you know, they've gone through the lease and they're happy with it and, 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 and they, they know up front what changes they want to make. Because once they know that, then they can make it a condition precedent in the transaction document with the vendor and until they get that they don't have to settle but if they want to go on a really tight time frame then yes armed with the information they've got to then jointly approach the landlord and ask the landlord to process it quickly basically uh, process the, the the consent quickly but at the end of the day, they're at the mercy of the landlord. And I think, you know, part of the answer to how to deal with this situation as well, as you say, is being prepared, being ready. Uh, it's also about having any of the information that the landlord might require in order to assess suitability of the buyer as the new tenant in the arrangement. So, you know, landlords you know, generally want to uh, feel comfortable about the adequacy of a buyer coming in. And so if you've got all of that information ready to go and you've got a good story about, you know, the adequacy and, and the backing of the buyer coming in, I think that can really help. Yeah. Um, yes. And also the one thing I forgot to mention was that, uh, you know, security that the landlord might need, that that's something that, you know, you need to keep, keep your eye on as a buyer as to whether you want to, uh, you can satisfy it or, or if you want that changed. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think part of this is putting yourself in the landlord's shoes, you know, understanding, you know, some of these considerations. What are the concerns of a landlord going to be and being able to meet them before they're requested, really? And I think part of the approach with this area like many areas of business sales and acquisitions transactions, is about being able to bring the other parties quickly along with you. Because we certainly see many matters that we deal with where, you know, the solicitors on the other side may be a little bit slow at responding, where their landlord solicitors may be a bit slow in responding. And and our approach to that, Liz, is to really beat the, the forefront and to lead communication and to uh, be a thorn in their side if they're not moving along with us, really to move the parties along as quickly as possible, isn't it? So, you know, and, and I think that's an important thing to mention because if there's not effort and attention put into elements of a transaction like this, then transactions will almost always be held up at some point. You know, it's not something that you can, you know, slowly plod along on. It's something that really needs someone there pushing the transaction along with all parties. Yes, that's right. So, I mean, like if if there is delay in timeframes, 
that can often add to the cost of the transaction. So so I think that much is to be said to be prepared up front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. To make a um, easier, smoother and cheaper deal. <laughs> which which is important, which is important. And and I think, you know, even just the mere education of our clients, you know, that you as advisors are dealing with can be something that can really assist in this process. If clients are aware that this is where there might be uh, a little bit of a road bump or a slowdown in the process, then they're aware of it, you know, and they and they can build that into their own timeline. So I think there's a role here for advisors. And certainly this is something that we work through with our clients. But, uh, you know, advisors as a whole, there's a role in helping our clients to understand what might cause road bumps along the way and what we can do to try and um, smooth the path to these transactions uh, to get it through it as quickly as possible. Yeah. All right. And and I guess finally, let's wrap this up by talking about some issues that we've seen. I mean, you know, obviously one of the issues that we see, as we've said again and again and again, is late engagement of the landlord slowing a process down. So, you know, we believe that it's really important to be proactive in engagement of the landlord and the landlord solicitors. But I guess stepping back one step, it's important, I think, for the vendor to be aware of the lease terms and the process itself, Liz, don't you think? Yes, that's right. Um, Because from the vendor's perspective, if they have a lease, they really should make sure that the lease is in place essentially, a legally binding document. And that seems obvious, right? But we've certainly seen issues where that has been a problem. Yes, that's right, where it's turned out that the lease isn't registered or the lease actually hasn't been signed by the landlord. Um, You know, in a transaction where premises are critical to the business, if you don't have an enforceable lease as a seller, you 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 put yourself in a very vulnerable position. Yeah, yeah. And and the other thing that we've seen, which is an unusual one, but we've actually seen it more than once, is um, leases being held by uh, different entities that then create issues in the transfer process. So a different entity to the um, vendor entity selling the business. So that's, uh, I think, another important thing to have your mind on as a vendor, ensuring that someone has looked at the lease and the registrations and considered all of these issues before you even put the business on the market. Yeah. Absolutely. Great. Okay. All right. Well, that has been a quick overview of the leasing timeline and leasing items to be aware of. Hopefully that's been somewhat useful to you, our listener. And thanks, Liz. Thanks for coming in and chatting on the show. Thanks for having me, Joanna. Speak to you again. Well, that ends our quick overview on the leasing timeline and the considerations you ought to bear in mind in the context of a business sale. I hope that through this discussion we can help you avoid some of the issues we've highlighted and ultimately save more time, money and energy in the process. Now, if you're interested in finding out more about this topic, head over to our website at www.aspectlegal.com.au and there you can book in a free 15-minute discussion with Liz or any one of the team of our legal eagles at Aspect Legal. Also, if you'd like more information about today's topic, then head over to our website at www.thedealroompodcast.com where you can find all of the notes relating to 
today's episode and all of our other previous episodes before this. Well, I hope you enjoyed what you heard today. If you did, please subscribe to the Deal Room podcast on iTunes or your favourite podcast player in order to get notifications straight to your phone whenever a new episode is out. Thanks again for listening in. This has been Joanna Oki and the Deal Room Podcast, a podcast proudly brought to you by our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. Aspect Legal has a number of great services that help businesses prepare for a sale or acquisition to help them prepare in advance and to get transaction ready. We've also got a range of services to help guide businesses through the sale and acquisitions process. We work with clients both big and small and have different types of services depending on size and complexity. We provide a free consultation to discuss your proposed sale or acquisition. So see our show notes on how to book a time to speak with us or head over to our website at aspectlegal.com.au. Ladies and gentlemen, that will conclude this evening's entertainment. Thanks for listening to the Deal Room Podcast. To find out more about this episode and other episodes in the series, check out the show notes or head over to our website at thedealroompodcast.com.au.